Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. At SLRC, they understand your dream to move. Moving up, moving on, moving your body, moving mountains. SLRC can help you find the focus to define your finish line. As a top 10 run shop in America, they use their 25 years of experience to provide custom shoe fit analysis and offer a premium assortment of footwear and workout essentials. Locally owned, locally operated. SLRC is movement inspired. Visit saltlakerunning.com to schedule your shoe fitting today. Hosts of Eden. Episode 3, The Others. So last time on the Hosts of Eden, Dr. Marion was shocked to hear that the President of the United States used the exact same phrase that her patient Johnny had used. He thinks he's the President, that he wrote those words. Then to add to the mystery, Johnny told her that the other personalities inside him were real people and that they're all trapped together. Now she has to figure out if what he is saying is true and if it is true, what on earth is she going to do about it? Well, once again later that day, we find Marion back in her apartment She's on her laptop investigating all of this new information that Johnny just dropped on her. She's thinking to herself that she can't believe she's actually considering this. Pretty soon I'm going to be a patient in my own facility, she says. Once again, the TV is playing in the background. It's a national news channel. And as usual, she's not paying attention to what's on TV. She's just fixated on her laptop as she goes to a search engine and she types in the name Sergeant Mason Johnson. She's literally hoping that absolutely nothing comes up, but her mouth drops. She's sitting there stunned at what she is seeing on the computer screen. The very first link on her laptop is a news story that she cannot believe. Sergeant Mason Johnson killed in action just days before returning home to get married to his bride, Melissa Ortiz. He was just about to be released from his second tour of duty when he was killed by an improvised explosive device outside of Baghdad. Well, as you can imagine, Marion is so confused, thinking to herself, this is impossible. Who would go to such lengths to set up this kind of joke? How on earth could Johnny have known these things? And then for a moment, her attention is taken to the television where a special breaking news report is being broadcast. In a stunning reversal, President Fillmore has announced today that he's going to put ground troops into Nepal 
This going against all of his campaign promises. Both Pakistan and China, who have extreme interests in this area, have indicated that they will not tolerate this new stance. Now, Marion, as you know, was not a huge follower of politics, but she did know that a key part of President Fillmore's platform was no ground troops ever. This reversal seems very strange and not really in line with the State of the Union address that he had just given the other night. Undeterred, she goes back to her laptop, reads more about Sergeant Mason, looking at a picture of him, wondering if there is any way possible that she's actually met Sergeant Johnson and that somehow he is in Johnny's body? Impossible. So then she moves on to Shelby. She types in the word Shelby, missing girl, four-year-old, Virginia. And to her surprise, there it is on the screen, a story about a young girl named Shelby who had gone missing in Virginia, a four-year-old. The report says... Buena Vista police have confirmed that the body of a young girl found earlier this week is that of missing five-year-old Shelby Jones. Her mother, Katie Jones, reported that the young girl had gone missing several weeks ago. Marion breaks into tears as she sees a picture of little Shelby. She was beautiful. Little blonde-headed girl with blue eyes, freckled skin, The last picture taken of little Shelby was her in a blue Easter dress, clinging tightly to a child's doll. Could this be the Shelby that she has known for years inside of Johnny? Both Shelby and Mason died right about the time that Johnny started coming down with his multiple personality symptoms. How could he know about them? How could he know so much about them? What in the world is going on here? Find Marion in her car driving to work. She's stuck in traffic. It's raining outside. She's so frustrated because she wants to get to work and talk with Johnny or the president or Shelby or anybody to figure out if all of this is true or some kind of crazy practical joke. She honks on the horn and says, oh, come on, as the person to her right fails to let her in as she's trying to signal to get off the highway. She's now listening to the news on the car radio with more intent than usual. She's going back and forth in her mind about everything that has happened. Confused, astonished, dismayed. And then her train of thought is broken by breaking news on the radio. Russia and Iran have both Pakistan and China and now India have indicated that they will not tolerate ground troops in Nepal and that the president should stay out of this region entirely. Meanwhile, sources inside the White House say that President Fillmore has been acting erratically of late and they cannot explain this recent change on his platform when it comes to foreign affairs. As out loud, what in the world is going on? If 
find Marion back in the research room. Johnny again on one side of the table, Marion on the other. This time it is the president who's awakened Johnny, and in fact, for the sake of the story from here on out, we'll call him Johnny President anytime the president has control of Johnny's body. Johnny President asks Marion inquisitively, Well, tell me, what did you find out? Marion sits there quietly. She doesn't want to tell Johnny President what she found. He senses immediately that she's hiding something. Come on, you have to tell me. Marion responds very quietly. Okay, okay, yes, there was a real Mason. And yes, there was a real Shelby. But that doesn't mean that you are the real president of the United States or even that they are the actual people inside of you. Johnny President responds, Oh, come on, Marion, what more do I have to do to prove this to you? I can detail every single inch of the White House, my campaign, my speeches, my childhood, and Mason can do exactly the same thing. Marion sits there quietly again. Johnny President discerns that she's not telling him everything. What is it, he says. What aren't you telling me, doctor? You know something else. What is it? Again, Marion doesn't want to tell him about the recent changes in the president in the White House. She knows that will help Johnny make his case. But she gives in eventually. President Fillmore? The one in the White House? Well, he's been acting very strangely. And honestly, he's doing some crazy things. Crazy like how, Johnny President says. Marion really doesn't want to tell him. Johnny President says, Marion, come on, you have to tell me what's going on. Marion just, Marion just blurts it out. He's putting ground troops in Nepal, okay? He's incredibly surprised by this. What? He can't do that, Marion. He'll start World War III. Marion still can't even believe she's having this conversation. You have to get him out of there, Marion. We have to stop him. Johnny President is pleading with her. Oh, right, she says. We'll just march out of here, go knock on the White House door and say, Hey, that guy in there, he's not the real president. She says, I'll be put right in here with you. We have to try, Johnny President says. Millions of people will die if we don't. I'm sorry, Marion says. I just don't see that there's anything we can do. Even if we walked right out the front door, what would we do next? Johnny President sits back in his chair, realizing the extent of their predicament, and he thinks for a little bit. And then he says, well, we could go see Walter Payne, my former campaign manager. I think I could convince him. I think I could prove it to him. He's completely out of the government now, so he should be easy to get to. Okay, Marion says, let's just play along here for a minute. What will we do if he does believe you? 
I just don't see how he could convince anybody or possibly make a difference. Johnny President responds, again, we have to try. He knows everyone in Washington. He could help us get to others and convince them. Marion says, this is honestly, it's just too much. It's too much. I don't want any part of this. I didn't ask for any part of this. This is just not my responsibility. Johnny President continues to plead with her. Dr. Marion, please. This is bigger than both of us. Don't you see that? I don't know why this is happening, but it seems like it was done to start a war. If that happens, your life as you know it, the life of everyone around you, everyone in this facility, it'll all be gone. None of it will matter anyway. Marion sits there quietly, and Johnny continues to try and convince her that this is real and it's important. Just let me think about it, okay? Marion says. I have to process all of this. Please, just just give me a day or two, all right? You're, you're asking me to throw everything that I've worked for away. It's my entire life. I can't find my dolly. Oh, Marion gets up and leaves in frustration. Next time on The Host of Eden, Dr. Marion has to finally decide if she's going to help Johnny escape. And if she does, will she ever be able to return to work again? If she doesn't, is it possible that millions of people could die? Well, that depends on if this whole thing is real or not, or some elaborate practical joke. Or is she really losing her mind? And even if she does decide to help him escape... How will she do it? And where will they go? What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com.